Okay, so in the last episode, we mentioned E plus R equals O, but we didn't really explain it, which means what? It means that we've got a bunch of elephants going, what's this all about? I've got incompletion. You need to fill in the blanks for me. They're actually going, do they say hero and they left out the H? Or is there something (laughs) else going on? So the formula for looking at your life and why it works and why it doesn't work can very easily be described by the formula E plus R equals O. E being the events in your life or the experiences in your life. And everyone who's listened to this podcast will have had thousands of events, mainly positive but some negative. Remember going back to the victory log and everything else we spoke about? So we've had loads of events. And all those events or experiences happened before the past. So whatever the time is in your day now, all your events are previous to this moment in time. So the time as we are right now in London is quarter to four, and I've had thousands and thousands of events before today, including Neil being late when he came to the house, okay? <laughs> that is a previous event. Which now, has been mentioned in so many episodes. But I want to share how this really works. So the actual event was Neil turned up at 10.14. That's the truth. Yep. That is the event. Full stop. The problem is how I respond or how I react to that event will give me my outcome. So if I had have responded with, I'm so grateful, he went around the M25 and he got to my house and he's here safe and sound, now I can make him a nice warm cup of coffee and I'm so grateful that having had a Christmas break, he's come with a Christmas present, I feel great and look, he's healthy and he looks great and he's just off to the States but he's made the effort to come here, my outcome would have been glee, happiness, joy, and I love this man even more than I did before. Instead, my reaction was, how dare he be late? He knew he should be here by 9.59.59 seconds. We had lots to do. He's obviously selfish. He doesn't care about me. He doesn't respect me. He doesn't love me. And the outcome is, I'm pissed off. I'm bored. I'm annoyed. I'm upset. And we start off the whole morning in a different tone. And I have a choice at any moment in time how I react to that previous event. Now, I'm lucky that I'm so forgiving that it didn't make any difference. I don't know if I've reminded anybody (laughs) that he was late. But in theory, there are people who will hold on to an event. And my event was today only six and a half hours ago. Yeah. But it could be that I'm holding on to an event one year, 10 years, 20 years, not being picked at a school football match. And my best mate was picked at a school match. Well, then I fall out with him. I don't like that school. I'm never going to go back to Belgium because that's the trip we were going on when we were doing the swimming gala. And he should have picked me for butterfly. So I don't speak to my best mate. I don't ever go to Belgium again. And then someone says, why don't you like Belgium? And I can't even remember now. Our parents have fallen out with cousins and aunts and uncles from 70 years ago. And then you ask them, what happened? I don't know. But Auntie Mabel says you must never speak to Susie again. But why? And we don't know. And it's always a choice 
how we deal with those events. So if you want a better life and you want to have your best year ever and you are not feeling right, is it the event that's causing the problem or your response to the event that's not causing the problem? Now, I'm not disputing that you're not allowed not to be annoyed or pissed off. So I gave myself nine minutes after Neil was late to let it go. Now, people who are listening to this podcast are thinking he hasn't let it go at all. No, but how many episodes has it been in 27. Now? It's going to be here for another 10 years. But you'll never be late again. But here's the point. I allow things to annoy me for about nine minutes. Yep. Because it's an emotion. You can't not be annoyed or upset. And there'll be people listening to the podcast saying, it's not that easy. It is with practice. Now, there are other people in my life, and I'm not going to mention their names, but I've been with them for quite a long time, who can hold on events for 30 years, Mm -hmm. who will remember everything we've ever done wrong. Mm -hmm. So you have to make a decision, Neil, and our listeners have to make a decision. What's the penalty? What's the prize? What's the payoff for holding on to stuff from the past? Because it's your reaction or response that gives you your outcome. One of the things that was said to me... uh probably about five years ago now, maybe longer, that instantly made a change for me was, has life happened to you or has life happened for you? Because I'm going to be really honest, I was one of these people that for a long time would have gone, why does this keep happening to me? Why has that happened to me? And as soon as I got that shift of why has it happened for me, even so-called negative events, because the event itself isn't positive or negative, it's just a thing, right? But so-called negative events, things that my immediate reaction was, this is a bad thing, I actually consciously made a point of looking for what can be a positive from this? What can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? How can I improve from this? What can I get from this to make sure I do it differently next time? You know, I, I got into asking questions about things, as opposed to going, this is unfair. And it's, it is that shift that takes you to a whole nother level. And I also think for me personally, it's helped me to have much better empathy with other people. It's helped me to get a much better understanding of things other people go through, even if they're things I've never experienced, because I can look at it and go, okay, I, can, I may not have had that experience, but I can see the, the emotion they're having in response to that experience. Where have I had that emotion? So what's now the nearest experience to that that will help me understand how they're feeling so that I can support them better? Does that make sense? But but what's even more interesting is that when we start blaming ourselves and we feel bad about it, we could change that state relatively quickly. Yes. You know, if and I, I may have shared this before, but a kid who runs down the street who falls over, he'll cry for a minute because it hurts. The mother then kisses his knee... And all of a sudden, it's better. Now, you can still see the blood coming down his knee, but all of a sudden, he feels better. But there'll be some kids who they get home, and three hours later, when the the other parent comes in, they start crying again because they haven't let it go yet. It can't still be hurting the same way. We have choices to make about how we react to certain situations. And too often... We would rather be right than happy. We want to allow people to say, they've done this to me. See, no one can make you do anything without your approval. And no one can make you feel... Eleanor Roosevelt said it. No one can make you feel inferior without your prior consent. 
So if we use this example right now, from where you're sitting now, we are sitting about seven feet apart, could I, without physically touching you, make you feel good or bad? Absolutely. You, sh- you sure about that? Well, I rephrase that. You could do something that I could decide to feel good or ah, bad about. That's the whole point. So I can't make you feel good or bad. No, I can in my it, reaction to what you do. So I can't make you feel good or bad. No. And I can't make you do anything. No. No. I mean, admittedly, if you were to stand up, walk over and punch me in the face, oh, no, that's, that's a bit different. That's, that's going to feel bad. touching you. Yeah. But f- we've got a seven foot gap. Could I make you feel good or bad? From where I'm situated, and the answer is no. No. But too often we say, they made me. me. Yeah, they made me do it. They made me feel that it, way. Yes. It's your fault. I'm only acting like this because of what you did. Yeah. So we now know, if we really take it at a core level, that no one makes you feel good or bad. No one can make you do anything because it's always a choice. Now, you may decide, and people have always said it, that if you don't pay your taxes, there's a cho- then you could go to jail. But there are some people who will go to jail instead of paying their taxes. Absolutely. So even then it's a choice. Absolutely. There are some people who will go, do you know what, I've got more time than money. So you can take my time, but you can't take my money because I don't have any. And if you want to go even deeper within this, one of the best books I have ever read in my life is from a guy called Victor E. Frankl, Man's Search for Meaning. Brilliant book. He was an Austrian physician who went to Auschwitz. His parents died. And on his way into the gas chamber made a conscious choice that no one can make me feel good or bad. Fortunately for the rest of the world, he never went into the gas chamber. But even as there were people walking in, some people had a different attitude than others. And at the hardest conditions, people always have a choice. And if you get a chance to read this book, it's a very short book. It is life-changing. It is a great book. And over the next couple of weeks on this podcast, we'll share some other books that I think will be useful for people to read. Obviously, the Impact Code and It's Azure around here are great reads, but from a spiritual point of view, Man's Search for Meaning is one of my top books. Ironically, today, one of my ultimate heroes died, a guy called Herb Keller, who was the founder of Southwest Airlines. And he a great book about his business is nuts. Southwest Airlines, one of the few airlines, even post 9-11, still made a profit. It's another great book to read. And he took on the airline industry, didn't blame the British Airways and the Virgins. He just operated in a very different level. And from a business point of view, everyone can operate their own way. And instead of blaming the big boys and the government and taxes and America and China, and I don't even want to mention the Brexit word, but <laughs> it's a choice how we react to play the game. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think as we finish this podcast... We have a choice how we react to situations. And the quicker we get over blaming other people for how we feel, the quicker we'll have the life we deserve and have our best year ever. And I think on that note, the, uh, the only other thing I would say is we're not going to blame you if you leave us a review. We're not going to blame you if you subscribe. It's your choice. And it's we're going to encourage you to do both of those things. But it's your choice. Do you want to leave us a review? We hope you do. Do you want to you know, subscribe and keep listening? We hope you do. Do you want to share this with someone else who might get value from it? We hope you do, but it's your choice. We're encouraging you to do that. How you react is entirely up to you. But let me leave you one last thought. Hope is not strategy.